0: Coming up on 5-Minute News UN states agree to $6 billion peacekeeping budget Supreme Court maintains CDC's residential eviction ban And young activists say coward Biden must fight harder on climate change It's Wednesday, June 30 I'm Anthony Davis. United Nations member states agreed on Tuesday to a budget of some $6 billion for the world body's 12 peacekeeping missions for the next year, diplomats said, narrowly averting a possible shutdown of the operations. The 193-member UN General Assembly Budget Committee agreed to the peacekeeping budget for the year through June 30, 2022. It will be formally adopted by the General Assembly today. Top UN officials said on Monday that UN peacekeeping missions, most of which are in Africa and the Middle East, had been advised not to start putting contingency plans in place in case a new budget was not adopted by June 30th. Some diplomats said changes to negotiating procedures, issues with logistics and tough talk pitting China against Western countries had threatened to delay an agreement. Catherine Pollard, the UN head of management strategy, policy and compliance, told reporters on Monday that if the June 30th deadline was missed... Then-Secretary-General Antonio Guterres could only spend money to safeguard UN assets and ensure the protection of the staff and the peacekeepers. The United States is the largest assessed contributor to the peacekeeping budget, responsible for about 28%, followed by China with 15.2% and Japan with 8.5%. The US Supreme Court on Tuesday left in place the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's ban on residential evictions imposed last year to combat the spread of COVID-19 and prevent homelessness during the pandemic, dealing a setback to landlords who had challenged the policy. The justices declined a request made by a group of landlords to allow federal judges decision to block the eviction moratorium to go into effect nationwide while litigation in the dispute continues The moratorium is due to expire on July 31st The decision was five to four with Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Brett Kavanaugh joining the court's three liberal justices to deny the landlords request The Atlanta-based CDC had said 30 to 40 million people could be at risk of eviction without the moratorium. Advocacy groups have said low-income renters were particularly vulnerable. The landlord groups, led by the Alabama Association of Realtors, sued to challenge the moratorium, arguing that the CDC exceeded its authority under a federal law called the Public Health Service Act. They wrote in court papers, Congress never gave the CDC the staggering amount of power it now claims. The group said an eviction ban is no longer needed for public health reasons in light of declining COVID-19 cases and deaths. They also cited the CDC's May 13 announcement that vaccinated people no longer need to wear masks or practice social distancing indoors. Landlords nationwide have been losing more than $13 billion in unpaid rent every month as a result of the CDC's ban, the group said. The CDC issued a national eviction ban on all residential rental properties last September to facilitate self-isolation, contain the spread of COVID-19 and prevent homelessness. Congress also approved $46.5 billion in rental assistance designed to reach landlords, but aid has been slow to trickle out. Young climate activists carrying signs reading Biden, you coward, fight for us and no climate, no deal gathered outside the White House on Monday to protest what they called US President Joe Biden's broken promises and pandering to Republicans. Biden ran with bold promises for action and climate, and we turned out for him, said John Paul Magia, an 18-year-old student from Miami, among hundreds at the Sunrise Movement protest, which featured Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and other progressive members of Congress. We did everything in our power to get him elected, and we need to have some say in our future and the safety of our communities, Magia said. Magia's disappointment is being echoed by young climate activists around the country who say Biden's opportunity to fulfil campaign pledges is slipping away as he negotiates with Republicans Asked about the climate protest on Monday Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters that the President is absolutely committed to addressing climate Many young activists are critical of a $1.2 trillion infrastructure deal between Republicans and Democrats that includes half of the funding Biden originally proposed for electric vehicle technology, such as charging stations, none for EV rebates, and does not require utilities to meet a clean energy standard. The White House said on Monday the bipartisan deal was just a down payment on Biden's long-term climate goals. More than half of Americans aged 18 to 29 voted in the 2020 general election, a Tufts University research group found, up 11 points from 2016. The group estimates 61% of them voted Democratic. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well-known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States... We explore each administration beyond just the person holding the high-selected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.